0: Hello, I shake him, I shake him in Okay, so first of all, the show Shilom is sponsoring this morning. It should be a close for him, the for Gans Chal show. So, um, I don't know, maybe <laughs> Elimelech is about Ruch HaKadosh. The shear is about Lag Blymer? Thank you. It's about Lag there you go. I know, it wasn't, uh, wasn't too far off. I've been in Lag for a couple weeks already. Okay, so let's prepare for Lag a little bit more. All right, so after, after the shear yesterday in the afternoon, so someone came over to me with a question. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really able to answer properly at the time, but, like, what we're learning this morning is really a response to that. The question was like this. We know in the Gemara Shabbos, in the famous story of Rebbe Kiva, uh, of Rabbi Shemar running to the cave and surviving for 13 years. So, in the, in the Gemara, the story is as follows. He's there for 12 years, right? He comes out of the cave, and he sees people being oisig, bedere uh plowing and, and, and planting, uh, going to work, and so on. And he looks around and he says uh, that they're, for, they're neglecting eternal life, and they're involved in temporal life. And the Gemara says uh, such a thing that wherever they looked uh, became consumed in fire. And Hashem says, I didn't take you out to destroy my world, go back into the cave. And they go back into the cave for another 12 months. And then they come out and then uh, all of a sudden uh, a few things take place. But They're at peace, they're at calm in the world. And he begins the process of uh, bringing the gula, bringing Mashiach with Sifrin da barachmi. So the question that someone asked me was what exactly did they, what was the, that last 12 months? Like what, what, what changed? What, what, what sugi did they learn you know, in those 12 months that changed their entire perspective? What's this, what, why is it that to become Rashim Ba'ichai, for to come to the world in such a strong way, it had to be in this way, first 12 years? And it was a little bit still not 100 percent. And then the final 12 months. What's this? Uh, what's the? Okay. When did Rashbi see him come So that was after the final, like after the full 13 years. Then he comes back out. But, the, but that, that first uh, coming out of the cave after 12 years, he was uh, not settled in the world, you know. Okay. We'll put that to the side. We'll get back to that. Now, when it comes to the Sefer HaZoar that Khai uh, reveals after being in the cave. So that we find something very, very unique to the actual learning of the Sefer Zayar that we really don't find by, by anything else, certainly not of Tarsh Baal And that is, we know the general principles as follows. When it comes to Tarsh Baal the midst of Learning Taira, if a person doesn't understand a Gemar, doesn't understand a Medrash, whatever it is, and they're just like diving, li- literally just reading the words. You open a Masechus Bukhaïris and you just, just read the words without understanding anything. Are you accomplishing anything with that? Is that a good thing? Is that the, the pashtus is that it's nothing. The whole idea of Teresh Balpeh is understanding. It's understanding. It's not a text necessarily. It's understanding. It's concepts. If I'm reading up, like literally just davening gemars, what am I doing? That's the pashtus. Uh, that's the pashtus. What we find unique to the Sefer Zoyer is not like that. That when just simply reading Zoyer, without under- Mamash, without understanding anything, just literally reading it like Talon. It has unbelievable effects on the neshama. It's recommended by the tzaddikim from every camp, not just Svardim, Rashkanaz, and Mamsh. Everyone. So, what you have in front of you, just a few, the first few Maromakimis, are about this idea, just showing sources from different places, from different types of Yidin, that there's such an Indian of just reading Zayar Kadosh and what it does to the neshama. So, Maromakim number one is from a Sefer Morah This is one of the Svarm from the Chida. Okay. Uh, Sardis, a great uh, Adam Gadol, Talmud of the Rashash. So he writes the following thing in Mur, Be'etzba Ismemdala, limud Sefer Zoyer, learning Zoyer Kaddish is Merumim al Kul limud is superior to any other limud. that's a strong statement. Shagam in what way? Because Layoda Maikamar, even if you don't know what you're saying, you, pas- you pashit don't know what you're reading, you're just davening Zayer. And it's not like Kriya Sitar, Even if you mispronounce the words, it's not you know to be so mocked. But just reading the Sefer HaZayir, who Teken Godliness Neshama is an amazing tikun. It's like the Neshama going to the mikveh. It's a big tikun for the Neshama. Chida writes that. Mar number two. Another makubal uh, from the Sfaradish uh, world. Lechem in Hashemayim. The name of the Sefer. He says Afa Gavdal Kamer. Again, even if you don't know what you're saying. By reading Zoyer, Again, it's a big tekan to the neshama. It's very powerful. It's a powerful tekan for the Shekhinah Akdaisha. Matrunisa means the call for the Shekhinah. And for your personal neshama. There's many reasons for this. It's a big tikkun, not just for you, that we saw from the Chida. But even for the Shekhinah Akdaisha, it's a big tekan, just david, just reading the words. Number three. From the Ramchal. The Ramchal is not one of the Sfardim, but the Ramchal writes in, in his Sefer Terech haloshin, even if, again, you don't know what the words mean. You you have no as to the understanding of it. Mesugal and neshama. It's a big school for the neshama just to experience reading it. And finally, again, there's, there's, there's much more Marachamias, but uh, the ones that we're going to learn Sefer Kisi Hamelach. This is, you know, when you, have a, when you find a Kabbalah Sefer, let's say you go to a farm store or something, even if you're not holding by actually. Opening and reading it. It's good to read the introductions because the, by the introductions they usually uh, you know They talk about the amazing power of learning from the Torah So this following statement that we're going to learn is quoted a lot in a lot of introductions to Kabbalah Svarim. So This is what what he writes Sefer Kisi HaMelech again one of the Svaradoshim of Kabbalah He says Kiliman has ha begir sabalma by reading Zoyer just by gear, like just reading it without understanding again Baina you're building worlds in heaven the koshkin, all the more so. Em yiska lil mitulahoven, perish Certainly, it's even more potent if you understand what you're saying. But just simply reading it is by no. as is building worlds. Yasa That's what he says. Yasa by tikan l'mal achas. By learning pidyem and zayir in particular, you are accomplishing more in shemaim in one hour of learning zayir shalayasa limed habshat shana temima. That learning nigla for an entire year wouldn't accomplish. That's, that's, uh, that, that's they, they like from like quoting this line in their introductions. It's a powerful statement. It's a big statement. That one hour of learning of the Zayar of in particular accomplishes more than an entire year of Limud of Nigla. It's a powerful thing. Okay, and all this is coming from M'shir M'Bachay, the Zayar. So this is very unique. It's a Mamash You don't find this by any other sefer that just simply... Yeah, by, there's such a thing as Tehillim, you know, davening and so on. But that, 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 uh, that a sefer from Tarsh from Balpeh should be seen in such a way that just reading the words that understanding is a tikkun. It's miyachid uh, it's you to the to idol it's very very unique, so we have to understand where this is coming from. Okay, <clears throat> okay. There's a gemara in Shabbos. We'll, now we'll, we'll we'll go the following way. In Marmukh number five, there's a gemara in Shabbos Taf and Med Okay, the gemara says like this. Quotes a, a statement. Okay, let's say you have a chaver of people that are learning tyra. So mafsekin and le letsfila. Says, uh, the, it's a b'risa, the Gmar's quoting, that if you have a chabur of people learning Tyra, and it comes the time of davening, so the b'risa says they have to stop davening in order to say k'riyishma, but they don't stop, they, they have to stop learning, I'm sorry, to say k'riyishma, but they do not stop learning in order to daven. That's the statement of the b'risa. Um, then Rabbi Yochanan comes and says, now, el no. What type of people we're talking about that their learning is so intense that they have to stop for shema but don't stop for, for davening. And that's talking about like Roshim Ba'echoi Vachaveirov, that they're learning Torah all day long. That's their preoccupation. That's what they do. Such people, their learning is so uh, part of their lives. It's so intense that they don't stop davening. Uh, for, they, they don't stop their learning in order to daven. Oh no. But people like us that we learn when we can, and so on, and le bain Then if you're learning, it happens to be the time of davening, and then you stop your, your, your learning in order to daven and to say kriyishma. That's the bavli. That's the bavli. So in other words, this gemara bavli, Rabbi Yechonon, as it's recorded in in Shabbos and Talmud Bavli, says that for the average person, you know, you have to stop your learning completely to uh, to daven or to say kriyishma. Reshim and someone like that, and his stature, his connection to Tyra, so such a person, he does not stop learning in order to daven, but he does stop learning in order to say kriyishma, right? That, that, that b'raisa that said that you stop your learning for Krishma alone, that's talking about Rosh Hashem Okay, Okay, that's, the, that's Rabbi the Now the Yishalmi is not like that. If you take a look at Marmolka number 6, as a Rishalmi also Masechah Shabbos, it's interesting, it records also from Rabbi Eichnan, uh, the, the, a different, uh, different uh, halacha. Om Rabbi Yochanan b'shem Rabi Shem Ba'echai Okay, this version is Rabi in the name of Rabi Shem himself. Ki ga'in anu, that Rabi Shem said, people like us, Rabi Shem Ba'echai, b'talmud b'talmataira, that we're involved in Torah study, Afil l'kriyashma ein mafsiken. We don't stop learning, even for kriyashma. Okay, so it would seem to be a machlek is b'avli y'rshalmi, what the halacha is for Rabi Shem Ba'echai does he, he certainly does not stop for davening, that's for sure. The question is, does he stop for Right. The, Yish- the Bavli says, Rabbi Yochanan in the Bavli says that even Rashim B'Rechai has to stop his learning to say kriyashma. And the Yishalmi, Rabbi Yochanan says the name of Meshim that people like Rashim B'Rechai don't stop their learning even for kriyashma. It's Machalikis, Bavli, Yishalmi. Okay, so listen, uh, there's countless Machalekas in Bavli, Yishalmi. What's, what's interesting in this Machalekas is that it's the same person, Rabbi Yochanan. You know, it's the same Rabbi Yochanan in both places, right? So Rabbi Yochanan in the Yushalmi is being recorded as saying, Rabbi doesn't stop his learning, even for Kriyishma. And Rabbi Yochanan in the Bavli is being recorded, no, 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 Rabbi stops for Kriyishma too. It's a little bit strange. It's a little bit strange. Again, it, I'm not going to say it never happens, but it's, uh, it's rare for such a thing to happen, especially with Rabbi Yochanan. Because you should know Rabbi Yochanan himself was, he was the, the Amirah in Eretz Yisrael. He was the author of Talmud Yushalmi. All the statements that we have from Rabbi Yochanan in Bavli were, 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 were Mamorim statements that we heard from Eretz Yisrael about him. So when you have a statement of Rabbi Yochanan that's recorded in Yerushalmi and it's recorded in Bavli differently, it's more likely than not that the more accurate version is going to be in Yerushalmi. That's where he was. And what's interesting is, is that the Rambam, for example, who is, is, uh, is comfortable with Pasukim like Yerushalmi's over Bavlis. In this case, Paskin's like the Bavli. So it's very strange. So again, first of all, B'chalal Machlech is Bavli Yushalmi about what Rabbi Yechonin said. And if there is such a disagreement in tradition what Rabbi Yechonan said, you would probably lean towards Yishami. It's Rabbi Yechonan himself. That's, he was Israeli. He was there. Uh, but yeah, we him like uh, Rabbi Yechonan and Bavli. Okay, so this is a uh, explanation. Okay. Okay, so let me share with you the following idea that we find in the Svar HaKta Yeah. Say it again, I'm sorry. for us the same either way are yeah, for uh, people that are not Rishon Baychai. Yeah, for us, it's all the same. We stop for everything. Anything is going to exclude anybody other than Rishon Baychai forever. So, in the so it's, so, it's interesting the way in in um, in the Bavli when when Rabbi Yehoshua sort of explains it a little bit more. He says Rishum Bacha Vhavir Vsha Taras and Mumnasim. So law only that person Rashim Bahai. You're right, that would be it wouldn't be relevant to say Allah like that. But it means people like Rashim Baikai that are Taras and Mun The Yoshami doesn't make that point clear, but yeah. And also He gives my Krishna. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, it's interesting. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, I don't know. That's a good point. That was an Eretz Yisrael. I don't know. know. That's a good point. Is the Rav I'm asking for some of these or for everybody else? No, the Rav Ha'op asking for Taurasimunasim. He's recording that halacha too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> it's like this. In in the Sermonach Deishon we find... Uh, let, 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 let me let me discuss the following thing. What exactly is the benefit of learning primi satir. Like what's the benefit of learning Kabbalah, of learning about what's going on in and how the Rabbani created the world, all the things that I like talking about. Like what's the, what's the benefit of, ta- of learning about this, really? Like what's really the benefit? So it, it, it's like this. In the Sermon we find that there's really two different uh, benefits, two different mindless that can happen, that can be, from learning primi satire. One benefit is I'll put it in this way is that you have answers to your questions. You know I mentioned the Gemara on Shabbos, the story with Rishim Rechai in the cave, right? So we know the Gemara says that he goes in the cave, he comes out, and then he meets this uh, Rishim Ben And the Gemara, I talk about this on Shabbos, that Rashim Rechai, Rishim, Rishim Ben Yar says, like, it's chaval, I hate seeing you this way, so, so hurt and, and, and broken from years in the cave. And Rashim Rechai says, no, 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 Ashrecha, praiseworthy are you that you see me like this, because if I didn't go through what I went through, you wouldn't be able to find in me what you will be able to find in me. And what, and what is Rishim Rechai now? So Talmud Bavli is summing up for us in the following sentence, what's the maila of Pernim Satar, right? Because that's, that's, that's what Rishim Rechai is about to say. You like, want to know what I'm about right now, Rishim Rechai, Zayur Kadesh, let me tell you what it is. What is it? Says the Gemara that any question that Rishim Rechai had in learning before the cave, Repinchas Ben Yar would give 12 answers. But now that Rishim Rechai went after the cave, right, now that he's Rishim Rechai, so now any question Rishim Yar has, Rishim Rechai answers in 24 ways. Means that the Bavli is summing up, what's the mile of Panimizat Torah. The mile of is that now that I learn, once I learn about what's going on in Shemayim, and I'm connecting myself to the root of Torah, and I'm connecting myself to what the Torah is in the Rabbi Shalom's world, the purpose of that, the mile of that, is that that trickles down into my life, into my world, and gives me more clarity in my life. It gives me ability to answer more questions. And was, let, me, let me explain, the Torah that we have, it's, it starts in Shemayim, you know? The Torah that we have starts in Shemayim. And, and when the Rabbanish Shluelam is, is uh, like the Gemara says, Hashem puts on tefillin, yeah? What does Hashem putting on tefillin mean? He's not taking a leather box and wrapping it around his hand, yeah? It means, it means, it means something I don't know, it means something in Shemayim. Somehow that truth of what tefillin is makes its way all the way down the infinite levels of the universe. Coming into our world, you put on Tefillin. The mile of Pneum Satara, the way the, the Talmud Bavli is sort of describing it, is that what Pneum what, what Atayra does is that you are still here in this world. You are here in this world fighting kashas, dealing with questions. It could be questions in learning. It could be questions that the Yitzharah throws at you. Questions, obstacles, mulchamas, wars. That's what it is doing in this world. You're fighting against all the obstacles, all the upon him in the world. The Milo of primi sattara says the Baavli, is that what? Is that without Primi Satara, without being connected to where it's all coming from, then it's very easy to get lost in the battleground. It's very easy to, to, to lose that fight. But now that a person is connected to Roshim now that sort of you're rebooting the system and you're reconnecting yourself to the highest level of Tyra, the point of it is, and the Milo of it is, is that that energy that, that exists, in, that, 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 that's connected, that Tyra that contains in its highest form, is eventually going to trickle down to you, and you'll be more energized to answer Kashas. Is this clear? Do you understand what I'm saying? In other words, it, by learning Pneumon Sattara, the idea is that it makes you stronger in your, in your, in your fight against in your Melchama Sayyetzer. It makes you stronger in your ability to, to answer questions, in your ability to handle questions. In that Melchama that's down here in this world, boots on the ground, you're stronger because you have more of a connection to the higher world. That's the Maila of Panim yisat that the Bavli is describing. But the truth is there's something deeper than that. There's something more to that. This is the description of the Talmud Bavli. Now, the reason why the Talmud Bavli gives this description of the purpose of Primis yisat is because the nature of Talmud Bavli is battleground. The Gemara says, for example, it's a, it's a drush the Gemara makes based on a pasach in Megillus Eicha. The pasach says, B'machshakem hayshivani ki kimesi oylem. Hashem, the Navi says that Hashem, you've placed me in darkness, like those that have died. <laughs> you placed me in darkness, and says the Talmud, Gemara says, what is What is this darkness that you've placed me in? Zet Talmud Bavli. What is Talmud Bavli about? Talmud Bavli is you're a Jew and you're in the middle of the dark world. You have no idea what's going on. You're being bombarded with kashas. You're being bombarded with with questions, with doubts, with uncertainty, whether it be uncertainty in halacha, uncertainty in life, all these things. Talmud Bavli is the weaponry that you have to cut down all the kashas, to be able to, you know, to make a path in the jungle. That's what Talmud Babbi is about, right? That's what's called halakh, we pass on Talmud It's halakh it's finding a path in the jungle. The problem is, in order to have the path in the jungle, you have to have a big, uh, what's that thing called? Uh, machete. You need a good machete, a little pocket knife, it's not going to do it, right? You need like a, a real good tool. So says the Zayar, said the, the Bavli, you want to have a good tool to make, to make headway in the jungle, like a big, good African machete. So the way to do that is you learn Pneumia Satyra, and Pneumia Satyra, you know, it sort of reboots the system, and, when it, and all of a sudden when you close the Zaya and you close the, the Arizal and so on, you have a machete in the hands. You just have more spiritual wherewithal and fortitude and clarity to be able to continue making headway in the jungle. And that's Roshim Rechei Sancter HaPechas Ben in the Bavli's version, which is that you want to know what's the mile of me right now? I can answer more questions. But this is one side of Pernimus HaTar. There's an altogether different mahalach of what Pernimus Satar is really about. And this is something that we find in many svarm. For example, take a look at Marmokka number 7. This is from the Leshem. Now the Leshem, the, the, contents of, the context over here is that the Leshem is... Uh, very often he goes off on tangents, and the tangents of the Lashem are most kishmak. So the Lashem of here is going off on a tangent against svarim that take uh, Kabbalah ideas and try to use it as a way of explaining phenomenon in nature or phenomenon in history. There, there are svarim that do that. They try to take ideas from that reason and so on and try to explain, oh, and that's why this and this happened, and that's why this and this is going to happen, things like that. So he says like this, he, He's against it. So he says, but he says for interesting reasons. He says, for, let, let's assume for a second, let's assume for a second that even those farm are correct in their assumptions, in what they're trying to do. Let's assume that they're even correct. That maybe sometimes, once in a while, they're correct in their observations that maybe a certain phenomenon, in world history, or a certain phenomenon in nature, is coming because of some truth in the Kisviyari let's say they're right, I'll call that, nevertheless, says the but that's not what Panimus is about. The purpose of Panimus HaTorah is not to take it and figure out a way of how it sort of descends into this world to help you navigate life. That's beautiful, it's amazing, but that's not what really the purpose of Kabbalah is. The real the power and the real kedusha of what Kabbalah is is to is to is to be able to access and to go to the higher world. Not to be down here and to and to and to and to, and to sort of acquire tools that's coming from the higher world. That's very nice. But that's not the Igrimayla of Pinyin Satayra. The Igrimayla of Pinyin Satara is to be able to transcend this place and to sort of create a Merkava, like a rocket ship, to take you out of this place and to return to the higher world. And he says as follows, <laughs> In order to be more hands-on, not down here, but to be hands-on up there, and this is what makes learning P'nimes of HaTorah more powerful and different and unique as opposed to the other uh, sections of Torah. Every other chelik of Torah is what? Every other section of Torah is speaking to the person in the jungle. You're in the jungle in this world, and every section of Torah, besides Kabbalah, is addressing you, trying to give you strategies and eights is how to navigate through the jungle, how to pave your way through there. And 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 there's no question, like the Bavli pointed out, from that perspective, there's a mila that, that of learning Prima Satara in the fact that it, it gives you an added strength to navigate through life. Those eating that I mean this is this is this is this is clear and true. Those eating that are connected to Prima Satyra are less phased when they find a dinosaur bone in the backyard, right? They're they're less bothered by it. I they might not have the answer to how uh, dinosaurs work. But they ha- their machetes are just bigger and stronger. They are able to handle the kashas. They're able whether they could answer them more. This is also true with Panimiya Sattara. They're very many very, very often, more often than not, philosophical questions and, and questions about Yiddishkeit are easily answered when a person is connected to Piniya Sattara. You have to spend countless hours in lower levels of Tara to answer questions, whereas one moment one day, one hour in Panimiya Satara can take care of all that very, very easily. I mean, this is something that's uh, proven 100%. So there is definitely a truth that the more connected you are up high, the more strength you'll have down low. But says a lesson that's very nice, but that's not really the point. That's not the maila. That's not, that's not getting to the, to the Nekudah of it. The real nakuda of Primim is that you don't have to be in the jungle. It's, you're taking a break from the jungle and you're going back to where you came from, to, to that place in Shimai. Dharm Mushal writes this in, in uh, the beginning of one of his safer when it's from Adir Bamarim. It's a, it's a peerish on, on a certain section of the Zayar Kaddish. In the beginning of Adir Bamarim, he has a whole lengthy discussion talking about the Inu of the Zayar and why the Zair was developed in the cave. Like, why does it have to be a cave? So he says an amazing thing. He says, he, he, he makes an observation. He says that in the Zayar Kaddish we find... Very, very often, it's like one of the common themes in the Zohar is Rashim Hashanah likes talking about the story of Nayak and the table. It's one of these stories that just comes up a lot, even if it's in like in Parsha Shlach, you know. Mm-hmm. He'll find a way to, to talk about Tevis Nayak. Like, what's the. So he says, the, 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 the Machal writes by he says that the inion of Tevis Nayak and Rishim Hashanah in the cave, it's one Indian. There's a crazy marble out there. So it's true. Uh, and if a person is stuck, you know, swimming in the, ma- the waters of the marble, it's good to have some floaties on, it's good, you know, you have to know, learn how to swim, and that's gewaldic. But the mile of Tevas naich was an ability to escape the model. And while the world is going crazy and falling apart, you have a little microcosm, you have a little ecosystem that's healthy and well, and as if there is no ma'avu. And in that ecosystem, in that little uh, teva, you could accomplish and you could be pile things that you would be unable to accomplish during the model, in, in the outside world. In other words... It, 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 there, there are certain avaydes and tikkunim that uh, within yourself that you could accomplish, let's say, you know, when you're in a more wholesome environment than when you're out there in the jungle. We understand this, right? When you're around uh, good people, let's say on a Shabbos or Yontif, then your davening is stronger than when you're davening in a gas station on the road. Just the way it is, right? What changed? The environment changed. So there are certain avaydes and there are certain tikkunim that can be accomplished when you're in a wholesome, beautiful environment as opposed to when you're out on the gas station. So therefore, and, and the Ramchal explains that the Indian of Teva Sneich, is not ju- it's not just an escape, like, okay, a breather. Mm-hmm. It's much more than that. Now that you're in a more perfect, serene environment above the jungle, you can now accomplish things that the jungle wouldn't allow you mm-hmm. to. And so says the, the Ramchal, that's what was going on with the Roshim in the cave. Pneim sattar is more than just giving, just... You know, connecting to something high to give you the tools to make your way through the jungle. It's deeper than that. It gives you the opportunity to escape the jungle and while you're in that time of escaping you could accomplish more than you, and faster than you could have done in the jungle. That's what the Sefer Kisiyah Melch said, right? That one hour of P'nim can do more than an entire year of Niql. Right? Because in, in this world, it's not in this world. Well, I don't know, it depends what it, you it, mean by world. I mean, it seems like the lesson is saying the opposite idea of, of the year of Yes and no. That, that, it, it takes. It, it's, it's going to be part of a bigger discussion how to fit this with with chassides. But th- this higher word that we're talking about doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, going to some temple, you know, to some uh, uh, you know Buddhist uh, you know seminary or something, and fasting all day and so on. Although that was the mahalach before the balshamtiv. The balshamtiv introduced us to the idea of you can do this while you're still a human being. And to explain this is going to take us a little bit off. I want to focus on more of the Pernimus HaTorah side of it, the lagbamer side of it, but this doesn't necessarily, it's not a contradiction to Chassidus. tells you that you could be talking to a Yid and talking to God at the same time. So it doesn't mean that you're, that you're leaving the jungle, in, in Chassidus doesn't mean that you're uh, quitting your job, and, and, you know, it doesn't mean that. But it means that when a, at, least, at least when a person is involved in Pernimus HaTorah in and Machshav and so on, there's an ability, you, there's an escape to it. This is, yeah? It does seem the Leshem is pointing out that Pnini Satera is, is using a whole other operating system mm-hmm. to to not even be bothered by the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even yeah. need the answer. 100%, 100%. So, and then when you get so to the jungle, point, yeah, what you've learned will give you the answers. But it just seems like the Gemara seems mm-hmm. to be so focused on, instead of 12... Answers out of 24. Minutes. Yeah, uh, so let's go back to that. Let's go back to that. This is the difference between Bavli versus Yerushalmi. When the, again, let, let, remember, the, the, Bavli, the Bavli's perspective of P'ninu Sattar, Bavli's coming from the jungle. That's what the Bavli's purpose is. It's to give you the ability to hack your way through the jungle. That's what Tam Bavli's about. That's why we pass him like Bavli, because P'sak means, amaysa, what do I do? I got vines uh, all over the place. What do I do? Which direction do I go? So you follow the Bavli. Therefore, from the Bavli's perspective, what's the point of Penime Sataira? Answers to questions. But the Ushami is fundamentally different. The Ushami, that, that's not what the Ushami is about. If the Bavli is about in the jungle, the Ushami is still connected to the light of the Beis HaMikdash, the light of Gula. The Ushami is much more sensitive to the opportunity that Penime Sataira offers of escaping the jungle. So let's go back. We had a Machlek is Bavli Ushami. A person like a Mishir does he have to stop his learning to say Kriyushma? The Bavli says, of course, you have to stop, because because Kriyishma is a mitzvah. That Bavli is making an assumption. The assumption is that there's a difference between the learning of Rav when he's when he's learning, and saying Kriyishma. Meaning, what is Kriyishma about? The Rav Chaim writes in Nefesh what's Kriyishma about? Everyone agrees to this. Kriyishma is you close your eyes and you escape the jungle for three seconds. That's what Kriyishma is. Kriyishma is, even if you're not learning Kabbalah, but Kriyishma is an opportunity for each and every one of us, twice a day, to get out of this place. And that, Rechaim Veloshin in fact, writes that. He said that's why a person doesn't say Kriyishma all day long. Because, uh, you, you know, life is about being in the jungle and hacking your way through. But twice a day, Yichud. All there is is God, and that's it. There is no jungle, there are no uh, alligators, there's nothing. All there is is the rabbanish. For two, for, for, five, for ten, you know, seven seconds, morning and night, you're no longer here. So the Bavli says, Rabb Shir is learning, but he has to stop his learning to say Kriyishma. Because what is the learning of Rabb Shir What's the purpose of Punee Sattara? It's about being in the jungle. That's still not Kriyishma. Kriyishma is getting out of the jungle. The Ushami says he doesn't have to stop his learning to say Kriyishma. His learning is Kriyishma. You understand? That's the difference over here. The, what does it mean? What does it mean, Rav What does it mean they're learning? Are, when they're learning, what does Sattara to them? What does Pernim Sattara mean? Does Pernim Sattara mean that you're in the jungle? If it means that you're in the jungle, just you're able to answer more questions, then you still are not fulfilling Kriyishma with that. Because Kriyishma means, everyone agrees, Kriyishma means seven seconds morning, seven seconds at night, you're not in the jungle. So according to the Bavli, Pinim doesn't satisfy the myths of Kriyishma. So according to the Bavli, Rabbi even Rishim Rechay has to stop his learning to say Kriyishma. But the Yeshalmi says not like that. The Yeshalmi says the Yeshalmi, which is not in the jungle, Yeshalmi is already Himmeltik. The Yeshalmi is more sensitive to the opportunity that Pinim Satar offers to take you out of the jungle b'cholal. So according to the Yeshalmi, Rishim Rechay doesn't have to stop his learning to say Kriyishma. His learning is Kriyishma. He's being, he's saying Kriyishma all day long. This is why it's not a stira in Rabbi Eichanan. There is a Rabbi Eichanan as he's expressing the truth through the lens of Bavli, and there's a Rabbi Eichanan as he's expressing the truth through the lens of the Yushami. They're not a stira. These are two different levels of, of these are two different perspectives. It's not a machloikis in this way. The question is, where are you? If you're learning, if you're in the jungle, and your purpose of learning Pidimian Satar is to, is to help you get a bigger machete, so, for, which is the Bavli Dika perspective. So for such a person, you have to stop your learning to say Kriishma, because you're, not, you're, you're still in the jungle. And Krishma means at least a little bit more the morning, a the night, get out of the jungle. But if you're Yushalmi Dikayid, and when Rabbi Yochanan is talking in the Yushalmi, he's putting on the lens of the Yushalmi, he's speaking from a different perspective of what Pini is about. That it's not just about being in the jungle with a bigger machete. Pini means that you don't have to be in the jungle b'chlau. And you don't have to wait till, the, till, till Zman creation in the morning, Zman creation in the night. All day long you don't have to be in the jungle if you're involved in Kriyishma. So from that perspective, says Rabbi Yechelen, B'Shem I don't stop for Kriyishma. Why? Because I am. I'm always involved in Kriyishma. That's my whole life is Kriyishma. This is why, going back, this is why the Zara Kadesh has this Mila of even you daven it and you don't understand anything, it's a mikveh. It's a mikveh. Why? Because... It, Let's understand. The, 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 the reason for that is, is because the Zara itself, it's Yichudim. It's Yichudim. It's, it's, it's all divine names. It's the root. It's, it's what Tyre is in its root. It's giving you access to what Tyre is in its root. It's getting you out of the jungle. See, in the jungle, it's all about decisions. It's all about understanding. Uh, it's, it's an esadas it's I have a choice in front of me, left or right. I don't know. I've got to figure it out. So, Bavli and Halacha and so on, if you don't understand what you're saying, then you're wasting your time. It's all about how to navigate. In order to figure out how to navigate, to get directions, you have to, you have to know what you're doing. Sitting back and just, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. But the whole Indian of Pirim Sattar from the perspective of the Yushalmi and what the Lesham says, which is the, the deeper truth of what Pirim Sattar is about, then it, 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 it's just a rocket ship. You go in and it takes you where it's going to take you, regardless of whether you understand it or not. Adaraba, understanding it is limiting. It, it's putting the Pneum Satara into your mind, into your brain, into your world. The purpose is the opposite. Instead of using Pneum Satara to, in, instead of pulling it down into your perspective, into your brain, into your life, giving you a bigger machete, the purpose ultimately of Pima Satara is really like Kriyashma, which is that you are entering into it and let it take you where it's supposed to take you. Don't limit it. You get in the rocket ship, you go into the table, the table will float around, it'll go where it's supposed to go. And you could accomplish in that experience sometimes more than, uh, than, than actually in the jungle. And so, therefore, that's what the Maitl Zaire is. Just read the words and it's a mikveh. Because the idea of the Zaire is that it's a teva that you are entering into. So, let's go back to the first question we started with Rashim Himrachai in the cave, right? First 12 years and then the final 12 months. What was exactly was the change over there? Okay. So, if you take a look at Maramukkah number eight, so the, uh, this is also from the Ramchal and Adiram This is a little bit. Um, It is what it is. We're going to learn it together, okay? So we'll go into the Teva together, okay? So the says like this. It was in order to accomplish everything we're we're talking about. Rishim Rechoyah and his son had to be in the cave for 12 years. And then a final 12 months. Let me give you just, you know, on the outside a little bit what he's about to say, and then we'll see it inside together with more nuance. What the is going to tell us is that these two objectives of Pimit Satera, Number one, you're in the jungle, you just need a bigger machete. And then level two, that's Bavli, right? And then level two, you're Shalmi, which is Tevas night, you're going into the Teva, you're, it's, not, it's not learning anymore, it's Kriyishma, it's Kriyishma all day long. These two levels of attachment of bringing down this truth of was what was what was accomplished in the first 12 years and then the final 12 months. The first 12 months of Rishem Be'e in the cave, what he was being piled, what he was doing, was giving the world access to Primes HaTorah in terms of giving us a bigger machete, that we are still in the jungle, and we're just giving bigger tools to make more headway, to answer more kashas. That was what Rishem Bachai accomplished in the first 12 years. And that's when he comes out of the cave and he sees people that are not using their machetes properly, He's mamish upset because my whole, I'm, 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 I, I, you have the tools now. You could, you could answer more kashas. You, you don't have to, you know, why are you bothered with, with, with your questions of parnos and questions of, of Hashem's is taking care of you. Like he was bothered with, like, they, they're not using the weaponry that I'm giving them. Cool. And that's why even in, this, in the Song of Bar there's there's one of the stanzas talks about Rishim with a sword. Rishim Rechoi, you take your sword out of the chief and you show it to the enemy and they run away from you, there's, there is an union of Rav Shem Rechai giving us that machete to be able to make our way through. That was what was accomplished in the first 12 months. But Hashem Yisbrach says, there's more to accomplish. Go back for another 12 months, the first 12 years. He says, go back for another 12 months. What was nischah in that final 12 months, is altogether something different. That Pneema Satara is not just there to give you bigger weapons to navigate through the jungle. It's a rock, it's a teva. You could escape the jungle with Pneema Satara and you could, in that, that, in that cocoon of absolute truth of Krishma, you could accomplish more sometimes than uh, even in the jungle itself. Now, why 12, 12 years, 12 months? Okay, this is where the is gonna get a little bit kamachi on us with in terms of 12. But let's just see it inside, it's good, for, uh, even if we don't understand uh of Mikvah uh, mikveh of desires let's learn so he says like this again alkin so first he had to be there for twelve years and then a the final twelve months there are three divine names that are fundamental in in, in the Rabbi Shalom's relationship with, with our world the heim, the three are Havaya Eke Adnai. Havaya adnai now without getting into too much detail Just to explain, the name Havaya in this context is a reference to that place that's above the jungle. That's Vavke. That's the Shem Hamafresh. That's why we don't even say his name in this world, right? We can't say that. We don't. We can't pronounce that name because in this world we're much in the jungle. We can learn about it. We can think about it. But to Mamish say it, uh, that's not the world that we're that we're seeing with our eyes. So Vavke means Yichud. It means Kriyishma. Right? That's what it means. The final two names that he's referencing is Eke and Adnai. Those are names that are describing how Hashem relates to us in terms of be, us being in the jungle. That Hashem is our king, and Eke means that he'll take us out of Mitzrayim. It's, it's a matter of like how do we navigate this world. This world is crazy. So we have to remind ourselves that there's a king, Adnai. We have to remind ourselves that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. He'll take us out of this, the name Eke. So these, are the, the, these three names are, are the Iker names of how Hashem runs the world, but they're in two categories. You have the name mm-hmm. Havaya, that's Yichud and then Eke and adnai is the lower levels now he says an interesting thing shaim ilim if you take the gimachia of these three names they equal the word yabik beis kuf the word yabik if you're familiar with yabik if you remember that's the mavri yabik when Yaakov Avinu was traveling towards Eretz Yisrael, away from lovan and that's when he is confronted with the malkhavesev he's passing over the passageway the, the straits of yabik so yabik always means like Gesher Tsar you know, it's it's uh, it's a narrow bridge, and, and there's a possibility of falling over. And these Shemus Hakadoshim are Begematria Yabik. These are the names that give us the ability of passing through the narrow bridge of life in a in a healthy way, in a proper way. This Saidam and Seder Mchal and the secret of the word Yabik, which is the Gematri of these names, is the Rosh Tevis Yichud Bracha Kedusha. That's word Yabik Yud Bez Kuf Yichud Bracha Kedusha. Meaning Yud Kei That's the first Yud of Yabik. That's Yichud. That's Kriyishma. That's out of the jungle. And then the final two, shemas is Bracha and Kedusha. That's in the jungle, but we're looking for Brachas, and we're looking for Kedusha, but you're still in this world of jungle trying to make headway. Yichri Zavaya. Yichri zavaya. And Bracha and Kedusha is Eken Adnai. Now he says, Uke ein Now, when the string is not strong, in other words, when things are not proper, when things are off, are off, and the guy's lost in the jungle, Aznelam then what's missing, without Panimous satar is that Yichud, you're missing Yud Kei Vavke. All you have is Kedusha and Brach. all you have is Eke Adnai help, trying to, you know, uh, help you through the, the jungle. But LaMaisa, your weaponry is very limited because you don't have Yud Vavke behind you. That's called Mamash HaChorben, that's what a chorban is, that your mamish lost in the jungle, you don't have anything. KiBigolos HaYichud. But if Yud Kevavke is manifest when it's revealed, when that first shame is revealed, ain't Sishrachah shall let call. Then there's no, uh, the Sishrachah, the Yitzharah can't, can't uh, overtake you. Because first of all, it gives Eke Adnai bigger weaponry. And more than that, deeper than that, you could actually escape Eke Adnai. You could go back to Yud K'vavke itself and get out of the jungle. It says like this, U'lakacha yitzrich en lama yud beishana. So the first 12 years, says the Ramchal, they were there, what? Lahamshech b'chines hayichot. To re- Return Yud Kei Vavke into the system. Again, they're still remaining in the jungle for the first twelve years, but they're 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 reintroducing the, the energy and the power of Yud Kei Vavke back into the system. Why is that? Twelve years. The letter the name of Yud Kevavke can be combined in twelve different combinations, and so for each year what they were working on, what they were being piled was one particular combination okay, of re-injecting that into the system of Eke adna. In other words, giving yidden bigger weaponry to answer more cautious. That's the first 12 years. That's, that's the Talmud Baavi's perspective. And uh, you stop Kriyishma, you stop your da- learning from M'shem in order to say Kriyishma. But that's not finished yet. That's not finished yet. That's not the ultimate goal of Pneum Satyra. <laughs> what they needed to do is to return to the cave for another 12 months. Why? The final 12 months, the final year, was Mamish uniting in a complete way Yud Vavke with Eke and Adnai, Instead of just Yud Kevavke influencing but you're still in the jungle. The final 12 months was about giving us the ability to transcend this whole, whole thing and to reunite our entire world with Yudke Vavke, meaning, Shaben Kulom Yasa Yudbeis. Yudke Vavke, Havaya, Eke Adnai are all together 12 letters. And so the final 12 months, what Rosh is doing is not just, just taking Yudke Vavke and sort of you know, uh, showing light. You know, you know, taking a little bit of energy from that place and, and bringing it down into the jungle. What he's doing is taking all the shameis hakdoisim and making them completely mixed, and fusing them to be completely one. That you're no longer in the jungle. All there is is Vavke. That final twelve months, Rishim Reichai didn't stop his learning to say kriyishma. Maybe that's the. Maybe that's also an answer between and Yerushalmi. The first twelve years, he stopped his learning to say kriyishma. The final twelve months, he did not. That's the difference between Bavel and Yerushalmi. So he says the and there's a huge difference between what was accomplished in the first shlav the first uh, 12 years and the final 12 months ki the first 12 years it's it's a, it's you're being mam'shech, you're drawing down energy from mitkavavke to the world that already that existed before The Habeiz, but the second level, the final 12 months, is this Chabrus Havai Elias Ba'ashvo'achas. It's mamish making a unity completely between Yud Kevavke and Eke Adnai. That's what's being accomplished over here. And once Roshim Eichai comes out of the cave, the final 12 months, Altogether it's different. Now we have the opportunity to mamish escape the jungle, and to be poil and to accomplish things in a way that's uh, much bigger. And this is, this is a major, major principle. Just stand end with this, there's a major principle in Chesidus that there is such a phenomenon of a yid that you're, you're holding in a certain level while you're in the jungle. And while you're in the jungle, you're not holding by big madragas Halavai, you should just not say you know? And then, so, so a person very often th- limits themselves. Say, okay, listen, who am I? I'm just a yid that's trying not to say lojnar. The Hasidic says, no, no, no but you, there, that's true when you're in the jungle. But there's also opportunities in life, and there's moments in life to escape the jungle, and then you could be somewhere altogether higher. And then don't limit yourself to just not say Think bigger, think higher. And this this idea of there being two of you, there's there's who you are in the jungle, limited. And trying to get as many uh, big machetes as possible. Okay, but then there's who you are in Tevas Noyach, and that, and then you could accomplish much bigger things. Don't be, don't limit yourself like that. There's who you are during the six days of the week. Sometimes and there's a on Shabbos, and that's fine. It's okay to have a, a, a split personality like that. That's the Mitzvah, and this was being accomplished by Rishon Bayachli. There's, 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 there's the tools that he gives us from the first 12 years, and then there's the escape hatch that he's giving us in the final 12 months. Hashem should Yeah. No. Ah, okay, so we're gonna have to stop the recording for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we gonna get in trouble. Get in trouble. No, Hashem, Shabb, we should be Zachat, you know, the Tzadik, navigate the jungle, get out of the jungle. It shall be a gil of Einam Alvadah, uh, Revias Gold Sadr.